This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Ooh, coming in hot on that one. It was a little hot. Still, there we go. It's usually my fault. I'm the one usually coming in hot. This was on me. Like a fever. <laughs> oh, what is that? It feels like rain. That's yeah, coming in hot. That's my. It is eighty degrees. It is eighty. Yeah, boy. I I I I even asked earlier if I did that. Mentioned uh, the groundhog and how he's full of shit. Yes. Yeah, he he is. It's been real. It's been real hot. Yeah. You gonna go back to that that well again anyway? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, (laughs) you find something that works, and then you keep doing it, and that's what I just did. Welcome everybody. This is the Comedy Zone podcast. In case you stumbled across this fun little giggly conversation we're having, uh, I'm looking at one of my favorite humans, the man behind the curtain, Brian Baltashevitz. What's up, buddy? You know what? I'm kind of not feeling great today. No, be honest. No, it's been it's been a little bit of a of a of a challenging day. Um, hmm. I had I had supermarket sushi for lunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm beginning to think that well, might have been a mistake. This yeah. is on you. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, is no, what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. Should 100%. should we ask which supermarket because that could also either heighten this? <laughs> you can. I. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the name, but I will. <laughs> I will let you know th- that uh, it uh, rhymes with Schmeris feeder. <laughs> Schmeris feeder. Yeah, kind of sounds like food line. That is awful. Yeah, I, I, it's not not a good choice on my part. <laughs> I, I I will tell you, I do get sushi from there sometimes. Yeah, it's not I do, clearly. Yeah. Um, I do assume all risk. I think they have a little sign <laughs> that says that. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like don't leave you know items in your car. Right, yep. It's you're eating sushi from a supermarket. No, hundred percent, I'm at fault. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got a little got a little gurgles. Got some belly gurgles. It's just been it, it it's been less of that so far and more just <laughs> just uh, just it, 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 a general unsettling. Yeah. Of the of the the undercarriage. <laughs> Nope, that's not the same thing that you think it is. That's something very different. Uh, yikes! You ever get food poisoning? Um, I think so. So the, the <laughs> just I think breezed yeah. over that. I love it. I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. My wife is a is a literally formally trained um, food safety expert. Oh wow, type person. Okay. And so what I've learned. I from knew her, she was fancy. That's cool. Is that like you know like. A lot of people will get sick like the next day, and they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, I got food poisoning from something I had at lunch yesterday, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Uh, then that's not authentic food poisoning. Authentic food f- food poisoning will hit you in the moments after you eat something. Interesting. So if it, yeah. Okay. So, so if it's if it's actual, um, the only time I think I've actually had, I used to work actually for a guy who about every third day said he had food poisoning. I'm like, he, he, he did, <laughs> but okay. Um, it, the only time I think I've oh, and this was actually sushi related as well. I'm oh, seeing boy. a trend. Yeah, me too. Um, I was at a Chinese buffet in Tucson, which uh, there's a lot in that sentence. That's, that's <laughs> that sounds like a Bob Dylan song. It's not. That's <laughs> Say what was it again? One more time. A Chinese buffet in Tucson. I was in a Chinese buffet in Tucson. <laughs> yeah, like a Warren Zevon. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot wrong in that sentence. Yeah, too. At yes, a, at a Chinese buffet. 
but I had the I had the sushi that I knew it, it, it appeared to be a little gray to begin. Oh man, that's that's not. Good. But I was like, I, I wanted sushi. You that's know, making the, me sick. The, just the heart wants what the heart wants. Jason. <laughs> and I don't think it's your heart that wanted it. <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah. And uh, literally before the check dropped, I was wow. I was making my way to the the. Yeah, hey boy. Yeah. Yikes. Um, that's not why you, that's bad news, buddy. Yeah, it was not good. So that's the only Bubble time I Guts think is, I've had. is bad. Bubble Guts is bad for you. I, I happened to me one time. Uh, this happened actually a couple times, and I didn't know about this. My doctor told me later. I was like, I, I got I got like some I got Crohn's, I got something. Um that uh, what would ha- I would eat, and this happened to me two or three times over a couple of years where I, I would eat something and within 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 an hour mm-hmm. Or, or sooner, somewhere in there, yeah. I would get, I would get cold. I'd be sweaty. I wasn't necessarily like you know there wasn't a lot coming in or out or whatever. You know, not to get too gross about it like you did, but I, it, I, I did not. I could have. <laughs> oh, that was just in my head. What, what was going yeah, on? I, did, I never said anything like that out loud. Yeah, but it felt like I had immediately the flu. I just my temperature was all screwy, and it happened on. I was on a tech scout for a Ugh. for a movie, or excuse me, a TV show. Actually, shots fired. If you remember that one, and it, they did a one off, and it was like on a bus <laughs> full of like thirty five people. We ate at a buffet. Oh no, yeah. Uh, we were up in uh, Kannapolis, and and yeah, and I'm like, you know, it's a, the, that's the location manager's job. That's that's our gig. Is the the tech scout. We're driving to all the locations, yeah. and I'm in a bus, and I'm in the front, and I'm like, my hands are shaking, okay. cold sweat. I'm off, and I ended up. I told him I was like, listen, this isn't something that I do. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm gonna split. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm the, yeah. the assistants got the rest of the way. I I gotta go. How did you get back? And I I got a ride. Okay. I was like, I can't. And uh, this is bad. It's gonna go. It's gonna go from bad to worse. And I was just yeah. I was a mess for about 24 hours. I was like in bad shape. Yeah. yeah. Who did you get a ride with? Uh, just a PA. I'm not gonna say their name. Okay. I no, I tell did, you. I, did, I was just wondering if you like called an Uber or what. No, okay. no, no. I, I just got a ride. I was like, I got. I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, if I'm call. not, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. I don't even fully remember at this moment. But yeah, yeah, it was ugly, man. It was not good. So that uh, sounds like. I mean, either like food poisoning or some sort of al- uh, allergic reaction. Maybe, yeah. Well, so uh, yeah, when I went to, I told my doctor about it. I was like, "Hey, can you test me this stuff?" He's like, you, "He's like, no, you, this is food poisoning. Everything right. you've told me about yeah. over this amount of time is food poisoning." He's like, "You don't." We I, we had numbers and stuff. They ran tests, and there was like, "You're fine. It's nothing." Uh, what kind of buffet are we talking? about? It was like, uh, you know, it was I had chicken and things like that. It wasn't a it wasn't a you know Chinese buffet, but it yeah. was. Uh, it was a Canapolis buffet, and I think that says everything same, when you say more. nothing against Canapolis. I'm just saying it was, uh, you know, it was a it was a midday. It was 35 people just slopping a bunch of food on your plate, yeah. stuffing it down, and then getting back in the van. And it was hot. It was a summertime. It was like oh, you know 90 oh, some degrees. It was just yeah. yeah. That's where you fill up your stomach and go sit on a bus with. 35 other people who <laughs> did, just did the same thing. Nice and gross. I'm glad we started off this way. No, that this really... is good. I found out <laughs> that, uh, uh, that I'm allergic to turmeric. Really? Apparently, by making a dish at home that had maybe half a teaspoon of turmeric in it. Wow. And all of a sudden, I started feeling not very good, and then like started sneezing a lot, mm-hmm. and then got really hot. Oh, I thought you were going to say hi. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> then got really hot, and then came the sort of gastrointestinal and mm. and and 
and regurgitative. Uh, <laughs> Man, you elements. really you don't think you're painting a picture, but you are. <laughs> and <laughs> as you, I like I looked it up. I'm like, what could it have been? And I'm like turmeric allergy. So I looked up turmeric allergy, and like literally item by item, like coughing, sneezing. Uh, Stuffy head, cold, hot and sweaty. Like like everything in order, I got within about twenty minutes. Oh wow! It's like holy crap! I'm I'm allergic to turmeric. Yeah, and you know what? And for some of us, we don't even know what turmeric is. Right. That's (laughs) that's the weird part. Yeah, I don't even know. That's I know it's a thing. I've seen the word. I. It's in a lot of curry. Oh okay, right on. Um, Which answers why I can have curry as long as I don't have any plants. Right. Like I can, as long as I know I'm not leaving the house. Oh, oh, plants. I thought you said plants. I was like, what's yes, plants, plants Jason? Why would I say plants? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were weird too for saying it. Uh, well, all right. Good stuff. I'm not allergic to anything else, knock on wood. Bees, that's about it. So you can't kill well, me with food. we're all kind of allergic to bees, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's kind of their <laughs> thing. Um, listen, I think we should get to, to something that, uh, um, you know, we, we there's, a, there's a new beef in town. And Uh-oh. since we're on food here, yes, right. um, is uh, so Kevin Shimko has doubled down. Uh, he and Lindsay are are in now. They're in Barcelona, mm-hmm. and um, they're just they didn't they didn't take the the message. They didn't they didn't get the the memo. Uh, so they sent another message, and against better judgment, um, I'm, we're, we should play that. All right, here here it goes. I think you're a braver man than I am. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Hola, Jason. Hola. This is Kevin and Lindsay uh, calling into the Comedy Zone podcast uh, from Barcelona. Barcelona, I believe it's called. (laughs) Uh, I know that you said I'm no longer allowed on the podcast, but um, uh, Brian called me and said that uh, that's not true. I do remember that. Anyway, we thought we'd give wow. you a little update, right, Lindsay? Yeah, wow. and I wasn't banned, so. That's right. That's, That's right, fair. Lindsay. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm talking. I mean, I've never been on it, except for last time. Yeah. And you were great. That's a good point. Uh, you were a little pitchy. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, thought we'd give you a little update. So uh, we're loving Barcelona. We enjoyed Paris so much. We're happy. Barcelona is just amazing. Lindsay, let's, let's share our favorite thing about Barcelona, okay? Uh, Counting down from three. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, Three, two, one. one. Being with you. <laughs> Food? Yeah. What about being with me? Uh-oh. I'm sorry, have you tried the food? Yeah, the food's good, but this is an <laughs> opportunity for us to, like, further our relationship and get closer to each other. What do you mean, the food? I mean, we've done that, but I can see you at home. I can <laughs> you eat can eat food. food at home. But not this food. Are you serious? I mean, yeah. the potatoes bravas. You like potatoes more than me, is what you're saying. <laughs> Well, I mean... You hesitated <laughs> far too long. Potatoes are good. Potatoes, first of all. <laughs> Say it right if you're going to criticize she, again, me she's and then wrong. butcher the language. No, you know what, Jason? Uh, fuck you, okay? Oh, oh, fuck you okay. for... for right. I blame you for this. You have been tearing us apart. You banned me wow. from the podcast. I, uh, should, yeah, you know what? I kind of, kind of feel like I got him back. <laughs> That was my that was my thought. It was an olive branch. I said, "Listen, what y'all just sent us another message, and maybe just tell us, you know, what your favorite parts were." And that's what they did. And we learned that Kevin is is, comes in second to food for Lindsay. I think probably for the three of us. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, food's usually number one. Food's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a fan of 
of food, not turmeric. Yeah, Tur- no, no, no. Stay away from the turmeric. Yeah, but, but yeah. Wow. Well, listen, it, it was nice. They they went there, you know, together, and now things seem up in the air. And uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a long plane ride. It's gonna back. be a long <laughs> plane ride home. <laughs> well, we, you know, uh, you know, after everything that's happened, I, I wish them both luck, and and hopefully. As they go their separate ways. As they go their separate <laughs> ways. I hope they can make it. I hope, listen, uh, I can tell you that Kevin has a lot of uh, a lot of good qualities. I've heard he's got a lot of good qualities. <laughs> and I, I think just, you know, Lindsay, uh, listen, you are already <laughs> dating down. So uh, we can't wait to have them back. And then and I'll have a, a black eye once Kevin gets yeah, back. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good... <laughs> It'll be a wrestling yeah. match. Me and Kevin will we'll film it. <laughs> eh, or not. <laughs> you got less enthusiastic as I went on there. I got, yeah. 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 I'm just thinking about my next phone call to him. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you went behind, my, over my head, around my back, however that saying goes, and gave him over the. Over your head okay. and around your back. <laughs> and it's you, completely different. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you called and said he could be on the podcast, honestly. I said I'd consider it. I don't think I ever said it. All right. You could. The, I never said the door's open. Got it. You know. Got it. Was, it. Yeah. Well. More like a. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. We'll we see, thought about it. Mom and, used to say. and I'm. I'm glad we made. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Always meant no. We'll see means no. We'll see means no. Um, but speaking of enthusiasm, see how like, I'm really great with these. You're 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 getting better. Okay. Uh I was in a very amazing place uh this weekend yeah. called the Greenbrier. Sounds fancy. It is fancy. Uh so it's this there's so much history about the place. And I didn't I didn't my I was it was a twenty four hour whirlwind kind of a deal. I had a show with the amazing Greg Morton. If you don't know who Greg Morton is, look him up. He's America's Got Talent. He's like a darling on there. He's done so many great things. And I've worked with him a couple times and it was always a pleasure. The guy is just the nicest human being in the world. Infinitely talented. He does songs. He does voices and and uh, movies sort of. He does like movies in a, in a minute kind of thing where he does all the, the acts out the whole thing with voices and stuff. And he's really famous for doing Star Wars in that way. And uh, wonder, wonderful guy. Anyway, the Greenbrier is this very historic place, and it's in West Virginia. Uh, it's really kind of right on the border of West Virginia and Virginia, and it's a place like all you know, all the presidents have gone and stayed there over the years. I mean, it was, it was around like I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like a hospital during the Civil War, okay. yeah. and uh, and not much has changed there. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's golf courses and this kind of stuff, but the building itself, it is bananas, awesome, cool. yeah. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, if you you know follow follow me anywhere uh, on my you know Instagram and stuff. I've got some pictures and posts I put up there. This place is phenomenal. Apparently, there's like they have a bunker in there from, from you know where I don't even know what. Well, happens just, in the yeah, so when stuff goes down, you got somewhere to. If you're yeah. There. yeah, yeah, like this whole town could fit into this place. I mean, the the it's so enormous, and the the decor is is very nice, but it's got some. Excuse me. <laughs> It's got some old school. Turmeric. Uh, <laughs> Turmeric kicked in. Uh, it's got just some old school design. I mean, it's like teals and it's like houndstooth chairs and then bright red and bright blue. And the hallways are like flowers on the. Everything has uh, um, wallpaper. My room was like apparently the flower room because everything was. <laughs> it was just bananas. Uh, beautiful place. Super yeah. cool. I went and I got to do some gambling. They got a casino uh, wow. downstairs. Yeah. How'd you do? Um, 
I'll say that uh, I was up for a while, as the, all people who gamble say. Did you uh, lose money on this trip? It, just that. It cost me 50 <laughs> bucks to gamble for about three hours. Actually, that's pretty good. It's not bad. I always look at it as like, am yeah. I entertained for a couple exactly. hours? It, uh, sure, I lost six grand. <laughs> but <laughs> that, you know, I did three not grand an hour is a small price to pay to be entertained. Yeah, I, it was uh, It was pretty great. Yeah, I, I, I did essentially put up the money I was going to make uh, that weekend. I was like, all right, let's see what I can do with this. Let's let's turn this into a, to a big windfall. And I did not do that. <laughs> Uh, but I, w- I was up. I was up like a hundred bucks at one point, which I felt pretty good about, and uh, end up spending fifty. I, I got to a point where I was like, I could walk away, but I wanted to keep playing. So, and it was uh, it was blackjack. It was fun. It wasn't like you know, it's like a fifteen dollar table. So I got you know what I mean. It wasn't like a minimum fifteen dollar. Yeah, minimum fifteen. And and they you know I think they had a twenty five dollar table, and I was like, yeah, eh, that's a little a little. Yeah, it's a little. I don't. For, yeah. I'm not the biggest gambler in the world. <laughs> Uh, but it was a fantastic man. Met met some cool people and and a bunch of people from the show were there afterwards who who were gambling and had a little bourbon room. Anyway, if you're anywhere near uh, uh, the Greenbrier, uh, go visit. I know I'm I'm certain that it's a pretty fancy place. I mean, it's like wherever you go, you need like a have a jacket on kind of a thing. It's that oh, okay. kind of a place. I mean, you don't touch your luggage like they they take it for you. And that's it, not I don't belong in a place like that. But it it, it was pretty awesome. In Virginia, right? It is on the border of. Uh, it's in West Virginia. West Virginia yeah. border of West Virginia and Virginia, and um, yeah, the 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 ride out there again. My, I got a lot of you know West Virginia family, um, and I love driving through West Virginia. It's beautiful. Yeah. The roads are circuitous, Brian. They're circuitous roads. That's one of my favorite words. So it's fun, and I drive stick shift, so I was having a blast oh, driving cool. up there. Yeah, it was fun. really cool. Yeah. yeah, it was really wonderful. Anyway, that was my that was nice. my week. Um, all right. I think we should probably take a break, huh? Uh, let's do that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'm excited about the break because we have a very special guest today. I'm excited about the break because I had, I, had, I had supermarket sushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, she's going to hear this and think terrible things about us. Uh, that's okay. Uh, we've got a great guest, so don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, thanks for listening to the Comedy Zone podcast this week. By the way, at the Comedy Zone is... Uh, Nimish Patel. Uh, if you don't know who that is, look him up. You're going to love his videos. He's a very, very funny comedian. Friday, Saturday. Um, this Thursday is Ariel Elias uh, at the Comedy Zone, and we'll be right back. turn to stay in touch with the city around you. Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming. We have a very special guest today who I'm so super excited that she's here. I'm not going to waste any time. Let's just let's just get her in here. Um, she is a comedian living in New York City. She's out of Kentucky, and she started making everybody laugh at her bat mitzvah, and the rest was history. Uh, you can see her all over the country touring. You've seen her on Jimmy Kimmel. She was actually uh, uh, performed on uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, she was named a new face at the 2021 Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Ariel Elias. Thanks. Thanks. That, was a, that was a great synopsis. <laughs> I do my best. And you know what? I didn't lie once. That's all you. So congratulations. You got yourself a, a kind of an amazing career here. It's so exciting to, to see you on this crazy trajectory. So thanks for making time for us. Thanks. I appreciate it. Heck yeah. Um, one of the exciting parts about you coming here is that you're going to be at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte on Thursday, uh, which is great. Have you been through the South? Have you been through Charlotte before? I've only, I mean, I've spent so much time in that Charlotte airport because that's where I get routed through every time I go home to Kentucky. Yeah. But I've never actually spent time outside of the, the long strip of rocking chairs. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, I'm only there for a day, but I am excited to cram in as much Charlotte as I can. Uh, that's great. Most people want to cram Charlotte. So that's uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing that. I could say this and I have no, no uh, reservations. I brag about the club all the time. Uh, the Comedy Zone here in particular is fantastic. It's a great club. The layout's good. Uh, it's a, always a good audience who's ready to laugh. So, and I know you're gonna you're gonna crush them here. Um, I, I just so pe if people don't know who you are, I know I mentioned that you're from Kentucky, um, and you, well, I mean that's where you started making people laugh, and you did stand up there, or did you wait until you to got out of there? So I I didn't start stand up there. I just uh, I I had my first audience at my bat mitzvah, and like <laughs> I remember like getting a gift from the rabbi and saying sort of rolling my eyes and saying, "Does this mean I have to write another thank you note?" And that crushed. Uh, it was super relatable to everybody in the room. But I didn't start doing stand up until my senior year of college, right before I graduated, because I graduated into a recession. Um, with, uh, we're uh, starting to hear that. That's awful. Very few job prospects. <laughs> so I started doing stand up, and that was in New Orleans, which oh, is wow. also such a cool scene because there's no comedy club. It's all backs of bars and right. it's run by comedians. So it feels very like DIY, cool underground. Right, underground comedy. Oh, that's really cool, actually. So you probably had the like you cut your teeth in probably challenging rooms, sort of, right? Yeah, it's interesting considering everything that's happened in the last few months, realizing, yeah, I started with the drunkest people. <laughs> and I was amongst the drunkest people. Like I was one of them too. Right. That's amazing. So it feels like yeah, just getting back to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> so how long were you there before you kind of, I mean, New York is, you know, is still that place where people go and you're like, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to try to make this happen. I mean, how long yeah. were you in, in New Orleans? I, well, in doing stand up, I was there for three years. All right. Okay. Um, so I, and I, I got to a point where I felt like I've done every show here that I can. Right. And I think it's time to see how, if I can be really good at this. That's great. Yeah. So, so I'm still trying to figure it out, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really interesting. I think a lot of people get to that stage where they're like, all right, so I've done well here. Let's, let's test my metal and see if I can really do this. Let's go to New York or, you know, a bigger city like that. And you went there and I mean, 
it sounds like it's going pretty well, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it takes a while, though. I yeah. think whenever you move to New York, there is a thing where you're like, how hard can life really be? <laughs> Let's find out in New York. So it took, I mean, I those open mics were bleak and yeah. dark <laughs> times. And then it was a lot of, I did a lot of like, any, you know, I would say yes to any show. I would, I would do any room. Um, and then I started working as a feature for a couple of comedians. Sean Donnelly would take me out quite a bit. Sean Patton sometimes. And I learned how to, you know, do the road and I really loved it. Yeah. And then it was just like, all right, how, how much longer before I can like, before it's my show. Yeah. And, uh, and it feels <laughs> great. It's so fun. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is. I mean, you can really just kind of sink your teeth into it, get your personality into it, right? That's uh, that's really exciting. Sean Patton actually is one of I love Sean Patton. That guy's fantastic. He's also one of just the nicest sort of like comics. You know, I worked with, actually with him on a TV commercial they filmed here in town, where they brought him in to do some of the the writing for it and do some of the improv stuff. So I, got, I actually met him there. He's a really really great guy. Good for you for getting to work with him uh, so much. Now, when you went on the road, was it pretty much everywhere? Or did you stay in the Northeast? Like, because it is it's different coming in the South and being in you know the North and other places. So yeah, I guess it was mostly the Northeast. It was wherever I could drive to. Yeah, but I am kind of a machine behind a, a wheel where I can <laughs> just I can just drive for twelve hours straight. So I capped out usually around Kentucky. That's a 12-hour drive from here. So I would drive anywhere between here and there. And then, you know, I did St. Louis a couple times. But yeah. as far as the South, I mostly did the South when I lived in New Orleans. Right. Um, and so, we, you know, we would go to Atlanta and Pensacola. And, and, and then occasionally we'd go left instead of right and do Houston and Austin. <laughs> Right on. Oh, that's really cool. All right, so you went all the way down there too. All right, that's that's fantastic. Do you have a uh, you know a favorite place? I play anywhere you're trying to get back to, or? Um, I mean, as of this Thursday, I think my favorite place is going to be the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, <laughs> Carolina. I like that answer. That's that's, <laughs> that's the right answer. I and I honestly think you're going to love it. It really is a great room. Real low ceilings. It's like a good you know. Great. I think they're like three seventy five. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. Um, so now that you've uh, uh, kind of we've established that you're very funny, you're running around and and I mean the new faces thing. That every time I see them when we have people on here, I'm just like I'm so jealous and I'm so excited for people. I mean, <laughs> How was that experience? I mean, is that something you can Honestly, walk us like, like the opportunities it afforded were great. And of course, it feels really cool to be a new face. But I did it the year of COVID. Oh, um, I didn't so even put it together. Yeah. We did not get to go to Canada because oh. Americans weren't allowed there. So we did it in L.A. And the day we didn't get to watch each other because there were all of these COVID restrictions. It was right when Delta hit. We all got an alert on our phone, like one of those emergency alerts that was like, unless you have to go out, stay home. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Like, God. great. Um, Perfect. So it was, it oh, was, no. I think it wasn't exactly when people talk about JFL, they talk about the hang and yeah. the parties and the fun experience. And we were like, cool, we have a 10 p.m. curfew. <laughs> um, oh. But... But a cool experience still. It yeah. still feels good to have that under your belt. Yeah, right on. I didn't even put it together that that was the that was the COVID year. I have completely blocked that whole time frame out. <laughs> that means nothing to me anymore. Uh, I know. I, I remember nothing from April of 2020. 
Yeah. Oh, and part of that is because I was just drinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got into it pretty heavy during the pandemic myself, actually. Just yeah. for laughs is what I just did by myself a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, how, how was uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, that was uh, pretty fun. And then we're, I'm kind of backing into some the you know the big story about you, and and I and I. I can't wait to talk to you about it. So, I, so well, I'm like yeah. I said, I'm going backwards. So, Jimmy Kimmel was pretty cool because that's why, that's part of why you were on there, right? Like, wasn't that, Yes. Not to take that, away any 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 credit from you being funny, just but that was big. No, it's okay. It's one of those things of um, of like it, it it doesn't matter how you got the opportunity if when the opportunity came you were ready for it, right? Right on. So that was a very cool experience, especially coming on the heels of everything that had happened right before then. It felt like a nice little punctuation mark to the whole experience. Sure. And it was nice to have some positive adrenaline yeah. as opposed to fear <laughs> adrenaline. Right. Uh, that so was... it was awesome. It was yeah, really good, cool. good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that it was awesome. I'm glad, and I'm glad you got the opportunity because I'm. I'm with you. You know, it. I, I see people who who are making their way on. Um, you know, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or however you're making your way and and you're getting that following. You know, as long as you're working hard and being being funny, what I, I don't really care. You know what I mean? So you you I think had you not handled the situation like you did, I mean you might not have gotten these opportunities. So I think kudos to you on on you did. So let's let's sort of get everybody into yeah. it now and, and to oh that that was Bobby the Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's saying hello. <laughs> I have to assume that person is lucky that Bobby the Pitbull wasn't there with you that night. Oh yeah. She yeah. she is really sweet, but I think if you if you mess with me, she will <laughs> make you regret that yeah i love that well uh walk us through it because i gotta admit i'm not even sure where this where this took place what this what happened yeah sure so this was in october um i was at uh, a club in south jersey uh like on the shore <laughs> but it was october so there's nobody there's no there's nobody fun there right uh, <laughs> and we you know i was i was featuring we had been there the night before it went fine like aggressively fun. <laughs> Nothing okay. exactly fun, but you do the job, you get through it. It was good enough that the owner after the first after the first show, he like booked me to come back in April. Um, but the next night when we came back, I was sort of like I was like 15 minutes into a 25 minute set. And um, I I said sort of half jokingly half to see if I could get like a couple of crowd work clips. I said, does anybody have any questions for me? And a woman in the back raised her hand. And I remember thinking like, that's so polite of her. <laughs> and she said, um, you know, did you vote for Donald Trump? And I said, I was trying not to take the bait. So I said, and I wasn't talking about politics. I was, you know, I was right. talking about like the things that I talk about, which is growing up Jewish in Kentucky and my body image stuff. And then uh, I said, what do you think? And she said, I think you voted for Biden. I can tell by your jokes that you voted for Biden. And I said, OK, I can tell by the fact that you're talking when nobody wants you to that you voted for Trump. Um, and I thought that was that. Like, we moved on. Everybody yeah. was sort of on my side, which is not, you know, whatever. And then her husband, out of nowhere, he threw a can of beer at me. Uh, it Well, so the place was BYOB. It was actually a high noon. But Whoa. until they sponsor me, it's a beer. And then it missed. So I picked it up and I drank it. Yeah. Uh, and then that I posted a video of that and that went viral. That is, I didn't know the husband was the one who threw, 
Because when you see the video, and everyone should go and, and watch this, because I think your poise in that moment is just is to be to be applauded. Because uh, I mean, that beer he, he threw that hard. It was not empty. It was like a big boy. Right, a tall boy. I'm an idiot. I'm not sure I'm, I'm of the boy. size exactly. <laughs> Brian's I, a big I, boy. It's a tall boy. Yeah. But I also, in the moment, thought that it was the woman who threw it, and I was like, as a feminist, like kind of proud. <laughs> Where I was like, all right, one of us can throw. Good arm, yeah. <laughs> it's good exciting, arm, yeah. Because <laughs> it, well, I mean, it 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 hits hard, and. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm kind of knocked out that the husband threw the beer. That makes me even more angry that uh, just how this escalated. Because when I when I was watching, because I watched it again on the way over here, and uh, just to kind of refresh my memory, what happened? It was there was no nothing prompted this ire. In fact, you pulled back a couple times about saying you voted, and 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 what you said was it was like well, it doesn't really matter. You literally right. say, "Oh, it doesn't matter." Like, what? Yeah, what? Who'd you vote for? Me? Like, doesn't matter. And she was, and then she kind of pressed. She was like, "I could tell by your jokes, you voted for Biden." And you were like, "Yeah, okay." You were like, "All right." Yeah. So what? I really do like think, especially with comedy, and comedy clubs. I think some comedians do political comedy really well. I think right. my goal when I do stand up is I want us all to remember this is so cheesy, but like I want us all to remember we actually have a lot more in common than differences. It's beautiful. And if you take out these names of politicians, we actually like agree on a lot of stuff. Right. So it was a real bummer <laughs> to yeah. sort of like have that brought in. I, what's funny is that I'm not dissimilar to you in in what I do and just just in terms of the po- the political thing specifically that I don't. I'd rather just kind of knock it into it and sort of press buttons and do the other things I do in, in different ways. So the idea of you being kind of similar in that way and then to still have somebody be aggressive towards you for it is, again, is even more frustrating. It's it's almost like we're we're get, we're being forced now to to take a side, frankly. Your your political yeah. view was, was drawn out of you. It wasn't something you were offering necessarily. Well, and I do think any good comedian, if you the best comedians show a perspective, right? They they tell you who they are and how they see the world. And from that, yeah, you can probably surmise who they voted right. for or if they voted. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but like, I'm not bringing in, I think like comedy is for everybody. Oh God, I still want to like... <laughs> I'm like throwing up a little bit as I yeah, say this, but... But I get it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I want everybody to enjoy it and it's a shame, but sometimes I can't. Well, this, you know, the the environment that we're in, that's a, you tell them, Bobby, the environment that we're in is, is it feels like people are really, it's almost like they want to be competitive about it. They want, they, yes. they want that. There's something about it. Like, I, I'll be honest, I used to listen to NPR a lot. Then I started drifting over to these other things because frankly, I think my, I think it was kind of enjoying my heart rate getting up a little bit for better or worse. I'd flipped over to Fox News for a while get a little in my vein and switch over to something. You know what I mean? And I think that's how people are. They, I think they enjoy that, the combativeness, which really is a bummer. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think we all have a lot of pent up feelings from these last couple of years. And I think we're, we're learning how to express them. (laughs) Some of us better than others. I think. Yeah, man. I really do sometimes just sound like a kindergarten teacher. Like, yeah, we have, I know everybody has a lot of feelings. All right. So, so obviously this for right now, you know, is something that people are going to know 
you know, know you from to some degree. Yeah. Um, and I can, you know, I can hear your sort of philosophy a little bit going forward. I mean, is what do you do with this next? I mean, what's next for you? How do you want to kind of move on from this? And, and uh, you know, you don't want to always be the, the beer ladies target how do, i don't know how to say that brian how do we say that that was fine okay. yeah well it's a weird thing too i've never had more people offer to buy me a drink and i ironically i don't really drink that much uh anymore um and so i i think i had never felt more pressure to write a joke than after that experience i was like i have to talk about this yeah but i talk about a lot of things i think what's great about this whole experience is like I think I had been ready to headline and 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 be like a professional comedian for a long time. And now I finally have that opportunity to like really go around and come to places like Charlotte. Um, so the goal now is like headline and show off my hour and uh, and like show that, I you know, like I think I have jokes that you haven't heard before and like, ver- you sure. know, a voice that you haven't heard before. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Nothing nothing planned in uh, New Jersey anytime soon, right? Okay. Yes. I've been back to New Jersey a lot and I'm going back um, March 24th in Hasbrook Heights if you're there. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby's going to be there too. Brian, do you have something, buddy? Yeah. I, I uh, Ariel, I have two actually uh, follow-up questions. Um, the first one is you had sort of talked about how like uh, when something like this happens and all of a sudden you go viral, you get sort of thrust into the into the spotlight. It's what you do with that opportunity, right? Plenty of comedians have had that happen and all of a sudden weren't ready and then they've got to fill you know an hour in every club every night and they've got yeah. maybe a tight seven, right? So, so, oh, <laughs> so what did you do? How did you uh, adjust? Because you hadn't planned this, obviously, quite literally overnight you go viral and all of a sudden Jimmy Kimmel's knocking on your door. So how did you sort of prepare yourself professionally, but also mentally for all of a sudden, you know, everybody who follows uh, comedy knows your name? (laughs) Well, I do really well under pressure. Uh, I can only do well when I have a deadline um, as my (laughs) unwritten pilot will tell you. (laughs) So that helps. That helps a lot. But, you know, I I had like headlined a couple of times before all of this. I had been trying to get on late night for a few years before this. Um, So it's not as if I think if I I think if I didn't feel ready, I would not have asked for the things that I am asking for. Right. Like I asked Jimmy Kimmel, can I come make my late night debut on your show? Because he tweeted that it was, you know, he saw the video and it was great. If I wasn't ready to be on late night, I would not have. I would have just said thank you so much. Like, cool that you follow me. Wow, um, that's a re- that's a great yeah. point that I didn't actually know that that. Sorry, so you you were some you capitalized on, on this like, and I don't I, th- that didn't sound like like a drug in, in a dirty way. It seems like no, you took your, yeah, you, you took your shot. You which see, is yeah, I'm pretty good at shooting my shot and yeah. like knowing when to shoot it. Oh, that's so cool. Good yeah. for you. That 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 just kind of knocks me out if I'm being honest. Uh, when I first moved to New York, when I would uh, try to decide what shows to ask to be on, I would choose a couple of comedians who I thought I was better than, and I would look to see what shows they did, and then I would ask to be on those shows because I was like, well, if they're good enough, I'm good enough. 
Wow. But I would never, I would never look at like Sean Patton shows and be like, I, I should be doing, you know, I should be doing those because I knew I shouldn't be doing those. That is diabolical. I love that. <laughs> She's literally twisting, twisting her mustache right now. Uh, I've, yeah, that's amazing. See, <laughs> she is. And, and you have a, like a little Bobby sidekick. Oh, this is, you're a villain, not a hero. I didn't get it until just now, Brian. <laughs> Uh, that's so cool. Uh, I think people can learn from this. We have, we do have a lot of comics, uh, uh, here that listen to the show. So pay attention, everybody. Now everyone's going to want to get on my show. <laughs> I'm going to be like, wait a minute. Inundated with me. <laughs> yeah, everyone's trying to get away. Like this is, you heard that podcast. Uh, so, um, <laughs> follow up number two, which I guess is actually a two part question. So what happened in the moments right after that were the husband and the wife ushered out of the club? I'm hoping and then secondly, have Moving you heard back. from them or has there been any sort of contact with them afterwards? That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, so they, as far as I know, they just walked out um, when that happened. Uh, I think I think they were maybe on their way out and then he threw the beer as sort of a final, you know, screw you and walked wow. out. Um but that's 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 what I know. Um, and then right after that, I mean, like the the staff there was great. The waitresses like immediately they I think like a lot of people are ready to go to blows for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's also Jersey. So like everybody's looking for an excuse to punch <laughs> yeah, somebody. Very little. <laughs> right. um, wow. And then, I, you know, I, I riffed for a little while after that. I had a ton of adrenaline. Uh, I remember saying, like, at least we all now have a memory tonight, except for her, because she's clearly blackout. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then I finished my set because I had merch to sell, and my merch is based on my closer. So I was like, <laughs> I gotta finish it. Um, it was like the silliest wow. light I've ever, you know, like when when my when I was like five minutes out and they gave me the light, I was like, yay! <laughs> I know you don't have to light me. I'm gonna get off here. I mean, that's uh, first of all, you drank the beer, which is just the coolest reaction ever. Yeah. I mean, that thing hit hard. And then you finish the rest of it off. And now knowing that they left, the audience was way on your side because they yeah. were like cheering. I heard you know a couple other people would kind of yell at them a little bit. So you had them on your side and you finished your set. That is just yeah. that is the um, most badass. That's bad. And then that's just boring. I haven't I haven't heard from them. Mm -hmm. I yeah. did I have heard from other people who are at the show. And I also heard from the guy who did the logo for that club, because I don't know if you watched that video and noticed, but there are bullet holes like in the logo. <laughs> and he, he messaged me and was like, hey, I did the logo for that. It was years ago. I feel terrible. Like, I realized that sends the wrong message. But, you know, it was a job. And I was like, that's so sweet. That's totally unnecessary. Like, we're We were all there because they were paying us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, right. yeah. it's OK. Good grief. That's yeah. that's amazing. I love that people reached out, though, too. Yeah. To, to no, everybody else in. was, like, very sweet and supportive and kind. Very cool. Well, uh, so if people want to kind of know what you're doing or what you're up to, I know your socials is Ariel uh, underscore comedy, right? I'm pretty much yep. across the board, A-R-I-E-L underscore comedy. Um, I mean, are, are you big on uh, posting videos and clips? I mean, obviously, you were posting some there. <laughs> yeah, I post clips usually two to three times a week. Um, nice. And, you know, part of the reason why that video went viral too is I had, like I had had jokes that had gone viral before, obviously not those viral, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I post stuff. There's like 
there's crowd work, there's written jokes, there's sort of everything in between. So whatever you like, there's there's something on there for you. I love it. And you have a website with tour dates? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's arieleliascomedy.com. Um, my last name, it's A-R-I-E-L-E-L-I-A-S, comedy.com. But also, if you just go to any of my socials, the link in the bio, it's like the link tree with all my dates. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, Brian, any, anything I'm missing? You had some good questions there, buddy. I'm... I think I, I'm, I'm uh, super proud of you. I, yeah. I, you know, I think, I think, I mean, we don't know each other, but <laughs> I think you know, it's a big you... deal that he's proud it. of you. <laughs> I just coming from me, I could tell you. But um, what you did with your opportunity is 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 uh, admirable, and I think it's a lesson for everybody, you know, who who finds himself sort of in that position. That the the road to what you have is littered with folks who weren't ready. And you had yourself mentally prepared when it goes in, and you know. And I think that I think that says a lot for who you are, and for you know, as a as a as a human being, but as a as a as a professional comic as well. So, um, congratulations! I think it's great. Yeah, thank good you. I appreciate it. I think it's also a lesson of like, you know, those shows that you think you're you shouldn't be doing, or why am I doing this? Blah blah blah. It's like yeah. you never know what's going to come from anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. It's a, I, I was told years ago by by people that I admire in comedy, they say every time you go on stage or grab a mic. Best foot forward. Do the best you can. You never know, you know, what what, what opportunities or who's going to be watching or whatever. And in this and case, tape your sets. Tape, <laughs> <laughs> tape your sets is exactly right. Well, I, I can't I can't wait to to see more of your comedy, especially this Thursday at the Comedy Zone. Brian, what's the date? I'm I'm. It'll be March second. March second. We're into March already. <laughs> With Ariel Elias, uh, go to cltcomedyzone.com for a schedule to buy tickets. And um, this weekend is uh, Nemesh Patel, mm -hmm. uh, fr uh, Friday, Saturday. Yep. We never know if there's yep. a Sunday show on I, here. Uh, Craig Shoemaker <laughs> on Sunday. Oh, Craig Shoemaker's on Sunday. That's right. See, this is why I keep him around. Uh, Ariel, um, I'll be very excited to see your show on Thursday. And if there's anything else that we're missing, definitely let us know. But we thank you so much for making time and, and coming on the Comedy Zone podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to meet you in person and watch you work. Woohoo. All right. Yeah. Well, that's our show, everybody. Ariel, we'll see you then. Safe travels getting here. Brian, anything with the network we should talk about? Uh, some stuff coming up. Uh, we're giving away a pair of Bose um, uh, noise canceling earbuds. Right on. So uh, watch for that. All you have to do is sign up for the uh, email list at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Look at that. Look at that. And then maybe you can get listen to the Commie Zone podcast for free. Well, yeah, it's still free. Oh, it's free. It's free now. All right. It's not a subscribing thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've only been doing this for years, Brian. Uh, of course, I'm kidding. All right, everybody. That's our show. Thanks for listening, and uh, check us out next next week too. In other news, the Comedy Zone podcast is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network Studios in Uptown Charlotte. You know what, Jason? Fuck you. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.